0: You're listening to Podcast BXN,
1: a video game podcast,
0: delivering player experience news. Let's go. What is up, guys? Welcome to Podcast BXN episode 121. I am Wano, yeah. a.k.a. Ro, and I'm joined by Kentucky's number one Spartan, Daniel Prindle, Dan the Halo Man. And I'm also down- joined over Discord by... Host of Large Popcorn, Video Essayist, Christian Messias. How are you guys doing today?
2: Very good. Doing well. Good.
1: I got a promotion for Tinder Gold. Oh. I went for it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I went
0: for exciting, it. Exciting, exciting. So we, we may hear more about Christian's uh, love life in the future. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching live and participating in the chat. Just a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. And on Twitch, just search up Podcast PXN, and you shall find us. We're also live on Twitter, so hello, Twitterverse, if you're watching us there. Uh, The topic of the show this week, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to be talking about our, well, we're going to be doing our fantasy drafts. We're going to pick some games, and by the end of the year, we're going to see who came up on top, who chose the best games, uh, Metacritic-wise, which games did the best. So we're going to be choosing uh, games that we think are going to do well this year. But we'll get to that later. That's our topic of the show. It's going to be lots of fun. But before we get into the topic of the show, doing a Quick bites, and Quick bites are going to be a little bit different this week. We're going to talk about that as well. And of course, the PXN News of the Week are going to follow right after that. So before we get to the topic of the show, let's start off Quick bites. So this week, we talked about it a little bit. I don't think it was on show, but I think it was after the show uh, we talked about it that Christian brought up that maybe we should move a bit more of the the news into the Quick bites and chime in when we think a, a story pertains to us instead of, I think we noticed that in the news section that sometimes we would either regurgitate the same information amongst ourselves, like we may share the same uh, opinion on something and we're just trying to share something because it's the news, we to sh- we want to speak up about it, or um, or that we didn't spend enough time on the news because we took so long on a, a topic before. So we're going to do a little bit more in Quick bites, and we'll spend more time on the news, the important ones that I think we could all discuss and have different opinions on, and we'll have more time there because we'll be going a little bit faster through the other ones, and we'll have more time for talking to the show as well. But not if I keep talking, so <laughs> let's go to the first story in Quick Bites. Uh, Among Us is getting turned into a manga, it's getting a manga adaptation. So, Among Us is cultural saturation has reached new highs as it is announced today that the social deduction game would be getting a manga adaptation in February, edition of Bisatsu Korokoro, a monthly Japanese manga magazine. Uh, So on February 4th, 2022, the magazine will be available in Japan, and we're going to find out if this is going to be a one-off series, or how crazy they're going to (laughs) go with this, but I thought this was really interesting. It's not the first time, as the article says, it's not the first time that uh, the game has been ge- dramatized. They've done like YouTube shorts and stuff like that. Fans have done YouTube shorts about the the game, but I can't wait to see this. this. Isn't very strange for video games? Zelda has its own manga. Kingdom Hearts has its own manga. Kirby has its own manga. Animal Crossing has its own manga. So, just weird to see um, Among Us get one though of of all the games. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys have anything to add to this one?
1: It's weird, but like, it's it's not weird at the same time. Given right. how like successful that game is, and the fact that like, uh, like the explosion that Among Us had, like, for other games to start like I don't know, copying, I guess the the like kind of um, deducing kind of strategy, I guess, like that kind of gameplay. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see. I like I like my I like the chat that I wrote myself. I like my joke. It's going to be called Among
2: Us.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Is, pretty pretty cool.
2: That is that's too good. Too good. <laughs>
0: Moving on to our next quick bite, Amazon's Fallout TV series is goes into production this year. Amazon TV, the Amazon's TV series based on the Fallout video game, is moving into production this year. Deadline and Variety report that uh, Geneva robertson DeWart, I think I'm saying that correctly, hopefully, of Captain Marvel fame, and Graham Wagner of Silicon Valley fame will be showrunners on the project. The official Fallout Twitter retweeted the Deadline story by way of confirmation. The Prime Video show will be executive produced by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, creators of *Westworld*. Bethesda Game Studios, Todd Howard, and Bethesda—sorry, uh, Bethesda Games Studios, Todd Howard, and Bethesda Software's James Altman are also on board as executive producers. And Jonathan Nolan is set to direct the first episode. Uh, Daniel, I know this is a, a series and uh, adaptation that you're looking forward to
2: yes oh my gosh i cannot wait i love that universe it's just such a good universe for for tv and like there's so many stories that they could tell uh see i'm super excited for this and the fact that amazon's doing it i feel like amazon's been doing a lot of good stuff lately with uh tv so like they're just they just finished up the expanse and that's such a freaking good show i love it so much uh so yeah i'm very excited to dive into some Fallout TV series. Question for Daniel. Yes.
1: What is more exciting for you uh, yes. on this reporting—the fact that uh, Geneva and, and Graham are going to be showrunners on on the project for Amazon, or that uh, that Jonathan and and Lisa um, are coming in uh, to to help uh, out? I guess to be executive producers.
2: I so I, I'm not a big Westworld. I've never seen Westworld, so I don't even know that I would. You know know what I, obviously Jonathan Nolan's done other stuff as well that's Christopher Nolan's brother right is that correct yeah I think yes okay uh so yeah obviously he's done other stuff and he's pretty high level name I feel like um and obviously Geneva and Graham have have some big prowess behind them I love Captain Marvel uh I've never seen Silicon Valley so like I feel like it's kind of a wash I'm equally excited for them I guess uh I feel like the bigger thing that I'm excited for is that Todd Howard is involved yeah. because yeah. Because like obviously Todd Howard, that's his one of his babies, is like making Fallout into what it is today. So yeah, very excited. I just want to see that world, that post apocalyptic world. That's not zombies. It's not zombies, guys. Gage says he's excited for this as well.
0: Yeah, it just is. about to shout him out. He says that Tarantino's uh, Tarantino slash Cohen style of dark humor would be up his alley for this take, which would be cool. Uh, so our next news is maybe some more adaptations in the future. Uh, Fortnite is supposed to be getting a movie someday, but before then, uh, <laughs> Paramount <laughs> Plus is apparently working with uh, Epic Games to uh, bring characters to Fortnite, and their first collaboration is rumored to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, so we might see Ralph uh with AK forty seven. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh are me- are there any paramount uh characters that you're looking forward to or or, te- or are you guys even of playing course. Fortnite anymore?
1: i could the iCarly crew. Bring oh. them
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got Gibby. Any Nickelodeon around. character. <laughs> Oh my God! So, that'd be
2: that'd be wild. You know, what about you know Master Chief in the Halo TV series on Paramount Plus? We need a second iteration. No, don't, don't do.
1: that. Yeah, I
2: know, I know. Don't do that. Don't do that. That'd be a cash grab and <laughs> a half right there.
0: My goodness. Uh But there's something more that we could look forward to this year: Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order two, likely to be revealed before E3, possibly around May. I'm um, reading from the Bellion on Twitter, but the person who brought this to our, our attention was Jeff Grubb from uh, Giant Bomb. Uh, expect to hear about the game in a significant way before E3, he writes. Um, so, possibly around Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. So, I, I, that could be a possible announcement. They do do a lot of uh, celebration around there and announcements and stuff. So, I'm sure we could, uh, it makes sense to announce the sequel around that time. So, I could definitely see that happening.
1: The more interesting question is: Do you guys think the game's ready to go? Like, is it shipping later this year? What are the odds? I, I don't. I am not sold. I think it'd probably do like a, a spring 2023 release, or I guess like winter to spring.
2: I think it is ready. Like I, this fall would be three years, and uh, I feel like they're going to pretty much use the same engine that they used before because they did do an optimization for current gen for um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, so. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but I feel like three years is a good amount of time, but uh, of course nowadays... COVID, right? Yeah, that's true. It's the only thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I remember when we were doing E3 predictions way back, one of my one of my thoughts is that, oh, they'll do like a CGI trailer, or maybe it was at the Game Awards or something, where I didn't think they were quite ready to show off gameplay, but maybe it's time for a CGI trailer, so maybe now I'm still in the same camp where maybe a CGI trailer to get us ready for a game that comes out next year. So I think I'm more on Christian's camp on this one.
2: May the 4th be with you.
1: Yes. That's true. Depending on the showing that we get in, in May, they do show it off like around that time. That'll that'll tell us all we need to know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Moving into our next quick bite. Take-Two acquires Zynga for nearly $13 billion. Take-Two Interactive, the company behind the Grand Theft Auto series, announced that it is buying at uh, all outstanding shares in Zynga for $12.7 billion. The publisher Giant announced the news this morning, or on January 10th, <laughs> uh, this morning, that morning, with a press release that says, Take-Two spent 9.86 a share to acquire Zynga, which is perhaps the most, uh, which is perhaps most famous for its titles, Farmville, uh, Wars with Friends, and the upcoming Star Wars Hunters. Uh, bringing Zynga under the Take Two umbrella immediately makes Take Two one of the largest publishers of mobile games in the world, which the press release says is "quote the fastest growing segment of the interactive entertainment industry." End quote. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money uh, to acquire uh, the uh, the Facebook. Uh, games people but as they said uh, mobile gaming is is huge and there was a story that came out today of about how much mobile gaming made this year and it was an insane number so i i guess i can understand why they want to dip their toes a little bit more in that market and acquire somebody who is really good at making those types of games
2: which usually they're very profitable because they're predatory style of uh right of, of purchasing <laughs> from their yeah. games but yeah Ugh how is this i don't understand how, how this is worth way more than bethesda like there's so many more like big game ips and studios with bethesda like that's insane
1: quantity not qual. i guess not quality i mean yeah. i don't not to say that those games aren't quality but the fact that they can not only have so many people with just like on their far their, their smartphones and stuff uh, all around the world but like the idea that they can like market to so many people with like advertisements and stuff i'm sure it makes it boost up the uh what it's what the shares are worth absolutely insane though i think about
0: uh quick question for you guys i know as hardcore gamers mobile gaming usually isn't the the avenue that we dive into first consoles pc is usually what we play on but are there any mobile games that you guys are actively playing like right now like for me i play fire Emblem yes. heroes still
1: i can show you every Ooh. time i'm on a flight I open up balls okay (laughs) it's called b-a-l-l-z it's this game back when i used to be a teacher my student showed it to me and i still have never deleted it from my phone so i'm always playing (laughs) Balls,
2: listening to podcasts on on
0: flights dan Mm. what about you
2: there's really not like i don't play anything that hardcore or anything like that so it's like no uh, mm-hmm. I used to play, like, back in the day, Gears Pop. That was actually a super fun game uh, that is already shut down. Gone. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't really play a whole lot of mobile games, unfortunately. Or fortunately, whichever way you want to look, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> the last, like, the
1: last two, like, more recent mobile games that I actually did download and try out, and this was years ago, was, like, the, um, the Sonic Infinite Runner one, if you remember that. Yeah. Kind of like um, yeah. like Temple Run that game, and then it was the the Nintendo the the Mario game, Mario yeah, Run,
2: side Mario Run, yeah. yeah. Which that was really good not too. It. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's fun. Uh, Gage in the chat says World Fox is a game that he plays. I'm not I'm not familiar with it, but apparently it came to seem recently as well. So, alrighty, moving on to our next quick bite video game retailer and meme stock darling, GameSpot is making a big. On NFTs and cryptocurrency technology, and reading from The Verge, according to a new report from the Wall Street Journal, the company has built up a over a 20 has built up an over 20-person strong team working on an online marketplace for the virtual items, which can include cosmetic skins and in-game items. The company has said uh, has been said to be courting game developers and publishers to list NFTs on its marketplace and hopes to ink deals with crypto companies to develop and the underlying technology and help invest the, uh, in games featuring NFT and blockchain check. Yay! In total, the WSJ uh, reports that GameStop's investments in crypto could stretch into the tens of millions and involved agreements made with over a dozen other companies. Um, so, yeah, this is following, of course, Ubisoft. Um, there's a couple of others. Was Square Enix, I think, was one of them. They started yep. the year off with with that great news, and <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, they just they just keep coming. GameStop is next, uh, apparently, and yeah, this is very interesting to say the least.
1: Nobody wants it. No. Who wants Nobody this wants today? It. Today, the 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 fan fan controlled football league announced that they have four new teams, and they're all NFT based. And if you want to participate in those teams, you have to own an NFT. To, to help control the, the league i don't know
2: who wants this yeah you'd think that they would uh have seen all of the outrage from everyone else who has said this and ubisoft removing all of their you know videos for their thing and all this other stuff that has just gotten terrible backlash from the gaming community and be like maybe we shouldn't go down that path but oh well here we are
0: We've gone to our next story. I'm reading from Eurogamer because the uh, original link that I had in there just stopped working, <laughs> so I changed the article. Uh, but I'm reading from Eurogamer. Apparently, From Software may be working on an Armored Core game. Uh, details of a new uh, installment from the From Software's Armored Core have been reported and popped, reportedly popped online. According to Licorice earlier today, which is, <laughs> which would have been uh, the, the 8th of, of January, I uh, received a consumer survey directly from the developer, which offered plot details, eight screenshots, and even two videos about the unannounced sequel. Uh, quote, I've just finished doing a consumer survey about the Armored Core game with description screenshots and two 30-second-ish videos of gameplay. The first, uh, a boss fight, and the second, more in-world gameplay, a snow area. They wrote, holding back from sharing the screenshots as they were, as they are, quote, unique ID watermarks. But later that day, or a day later or something, uh, the screenshots did leak, and we got a little peek of what the game could possibly look like. It obviously had a a lot of editing done to it because there were watermarks all over it. But uh, Christian, I know you're a FromSoft guy. I know you like demons, uh, Dark Souls and stuff like that. Are you familiar with Armored Core? Are you excited for this at all? Me a, a, a from software <laughs> fan couldn't be. I must have been Listen, mistaken, or <laughs> somebody else. I, I
1: had an in-depth conversation with with this, but with my dear friend uh, Hugo. Uh, shout out to Hugo in Italy. He's asleep right now. Um, I much like a lot of people. I think are are fans of the Miyazaki era of uh, from software, like all the Souls games. Um, I know there's like still tons of Armored Core fans, but like I, those games, like totally like were in my periphery growing up. Like I didn't hear about it until like I don't know PS3 era. Um that said, like, this got me super curious, so I was looking up like cutscenes from the like PS3 era of Armored Core. Like they look awesome as heck. Um and then hearing that Miyazaki is involved, I think, personally for me, like makes me super excited. As to what like the game will look like, I don't think it'll be anything souls-like, just based off like the leaked screenshots or whatever. But yeah, this could be potentially pretty awesome to see. And honestly, very like surprising. I I, I didn't think this franchise was gonna be still alive. Or I guess this series, not franchise.
2: That makes me very excited. Those words that you just said, Christian. Not souls-like at all. I love it. I love it. I'm excited now. Robots <laughs> Shooting robots with, you know, not a souls-like game. Perfect.
1: I want a souls-like Legend of Zelda. Look mm. it.
0: Moving into our next quick bite. It's more of a PSA for anybody out there. Uh, is that Horizon Forbidden West uh ps4 build has leaked online so while well, it's time to start dodging i'm reading from the forbes of course paul tassi who i know from a lot of being a destiny fan mm-hmm. uh well it's time to start dodging potential spoilers bgc is reporting that they can confirm an early build horizon forbidden west has made its way public somehow Uh, Though the game is missing some art assets, it does contain the entire core of the game, which means that spoilers could theoretically start to be shared by those who have access to it. Footage and images of the game have been circulating on social media, and it's apparently a PS4 version of the Horizon Forbidden West rather than the PS5. It's not clear how exactly this build was leaked, but as of right now, it does appear to be making the rounds on file sharing sites so anybody out there it's only a couple it's next month so just mm. keep your head up or head down i guess i should say and then watch out for those spoilers if you are interested in for horizon forbidden west which comes out in a couple weeks so just stay diligent out there kid.
2: listen if i can make it through months of halo infinite spoilers <laughs> without seeing a single one we can do this just you know stay away from anything horizon
1: Especially because Elder Ring comes out in a few days after. So, no, <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: Begin to our uh, next quick bit is that Day Dying Lights Two Day Human. <laughs> oh, what? What did I say? What did I do?
1: No, I'm just laughing in anticipation of this next story. I was oh. <laughs> I was laughing.
2: I was laughing because of our quick bit uh, talk last week, and you called it a quick bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Oops. the Timbits. Timbits. Try but. It. Sorry. <laughs> on to our next quick bite. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You were fine.
0: <laughs> Techland announced over the weekend that Dying Light 2 Stay Human will take over will take 500 hours max to max out. And the news quickly spread like wildfire. Some players expressed excitement over such a massive amount of content, while others indicated that 500 hours is a big turnoff. At first, Techland said yes. it would it will take 500 hours to fully complete the sequel citing that 500 hours is about as long as the walk from Warsaw, Portland, Portland, Portland Poland, What is wrong of my voice today? Poland, to Madrid Spain. Uh, however, the company expanded on that shortly after to let players know that finishing the story will take much smaller time commitment. Five, five, quote, 500 hours is related to maxing out the game, finishing all quests, endings, and exploring every part of the world. But, regular, but a regular player should finish the story uh, plus side quests and and do quite a bit of exploring in less than 100 hours. So don't worry, uh, is what they said from the Dying Light Twitter account. Um, so yeah, 500 hours is a lot of time. Uh, I did find out recently that the main story apparently just takes 20 hours, which is still long, but not 500 hours. Uh, Christian, I saw your reaction to this. How do you feel about Oh Yes, thank 500 you for hours? calling on me. First of all, what a weird
1: comparison to be marketing your game as like, yeah, if you walk from Warsaw to Madrid, <laughs> That's how long it takes to pull a complete. Like, okay, yeah, sure. I, this is okay, thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second of all, shout out to Emmett Watkins Jr. on Twitter who, like, quote tweeted this and was like, "What a like an unnecessarily unnecessary L for this for this game to take on its marketing because like, they're right. Nobody wants to spend 500 hours on this game. And like, legit. When that came out, I, I assumed it was most likely to 100 percent the game, and turns out, thankfully, it is. But then, like that poor marketing team having to like back themselves up in the in the replies being like no it's actually more closer to 50 and 60 well 50 and 60 is still a lot as well like yeah. and also if you're gonna come out with like these numbers like why not be transparent about all of them at the same time thankfully they did i uh, like a day or two later come out and be like okay no it's actually 20 just to do the main story you want to do side quests it's 50 to 60 you want to do 100 percent 500 somehow <laughs> yeah it's insane
2: i yeah the christian how are we not comparing you know everything we do to uh, how long it takes to walk from warsaw to madrid i mean that just makes sense right (laughs) like what the hell why would why would they do that that's so dumb but yeah as soon as this uh, they announced 500 hours i'm just like no there's no way that's gonna be 500 hours that's absurd uh but yes uh thankfully it's like 20 for campaign and that made me happy because I do not have 500 hours. <laughs> I don't have 60 yeah. like you said Christian. 60 is even a lot. So, yeah. Agreed.
0: Yeah. So some of my favorite games are like like obviously I love JRPGs. So some of them are like long, like Persona. I'm sure you guys can attest like yeah. how long that game is. It's not 500 hours, but it's 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 in the hundreds of hours to complete the main story. Just the main story, not side quests and stuff. Uh, and there's a market for for that people like the long hours in a game but like to make it accessible and all that stuff it making it 500 hours is is insane is is quite a big time chunk and and stuff but not to say that there isn't somebody out there and of course there are people out there who are excited for that 500 uh number but yeah as christian was saying with the marketing and just yeah it's a lot it's a lot
1: if you knew how to do it i bet you could 100 percent p5 royal three times in less than 500 hours
0: yeah yeah definitely uh, moving into our next quick bite. <laughs> I almost said bit that time again, quick bite. Uh, Soccer 2 has been delayed to December 8th, and that's a big, big uh, delay. Because I think it was supposed to be coming out a couple months, or it's supposed to be the first half of 2022, I think, right? I,
2: yeah, I think it was a seven-month delay. So that's
0: that's a big one, but of course, take the time you need. It's only going to be better for the game. So we will wait until holiday 2022 to play you, Stalker 2. Uh, but uh, in good news...
1: Oh, yeah, go ahead. RIP to everyone who had that game on their um, video game right. fantasy <laughs> draft. Yeah. <early>
2: week. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, it's still December, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but in good news, another game that did get a release date is Kirby. Yes, let's go. And I got a new, nice, cute little trailer coming out March twenty-fifth, twenty twenty two. This is just a little PSA and for me to gush about Kirby as well. Uh Kirby on the Forgotten Land comes out March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Play that shit. Okay? <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Kirby's um, Got a Gun. Kirby's, Kirby's Got a Gun. They did it. They finally did it.
2: <laughs> I love uh, but yeah. I love the like emotion of this trailer. It's just so energetic and yes. bright and spirited. Great. So fun.
0: So fun. I can't wait um moving in to the news we made it guys we're news so we can take our time now talk about what we want to talk about take the time we need to talk about these stories so the first one is e3 is online only i'm reading from the verge e3 is one of the biggest video game trade shows of the year will once again be online only this summer the esa has announced citing ongoing concerns around the covid 19 pandemic The the news first reported by VentureBeat marks the third year in a row that E3 will be skipped its in-person event due to the pandemic. Three years. I didn't realize it was the third year, but okay. (laughs) That's fair. Due to the ongoing health... This is I'm reading from uh, the Verge still. This is what the ESA said. Quote, due to the ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19 and its potential impact on the safety of ex- exhibitors and attendees, E3 will n- not be held in person in 2022, the commented in a statement to VentureBeat. Uh, we are nonetheless excited about the future of E3 and look forward to announcing more details soon. End quote. And as soon as this was announced, like he planned it, Jeff Keighley announced that Summer Games Fest will also be returning uh, in the summer uh, to... I guess in his opinion save us (laughs) Uh, but we shall see I am excited for both Um, I enjoyed my time last year but I will obviously I am very disappointed that it's not going to be in person obviously it's for the best but it's still a bummer bummer.
1: I have an amendment to add to your E3 story very shortly after this article came out uh, Mike Futter quote tweeted uh, and said this is a spin I heard from sources in mid-November, before Omicron's emergence at the end of that month, that the ESA had abandoned their dates for the LA Convention Center. The ESA's event last summer was not good, and publishers have learned they don't need to pay exorbitant rates to the ESA to reach press and consumers, and in comes Summer Games Fest to pretty much confirm that that is true. Summer Games Fest was one of the best, I don't know what you want to call it, I guess, uh, like an E3-type conference showcase event. I was like totally just like online, and it was like one of my favorites in such a long time because you can do that. You don't have to do it in person. So, RIPE3, I guess I would love to at least go to you once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Even if it does come back in some capacity, I think we're well past the the height of E3, and uh, it does suck because it's like every year you could always look forward to E3 giving you a ton of video game news, and like that was the week that video games were like the most prominent thing in the world. So it does suck in that regard because. Obviously, publishers don't necessarily choose the same weeks to show off their stuff throughout the summer. Um, obviously, Jeff Keighley's stuff is going to be great, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it, it is a little bit disappointing in that regard, but I think it's all but inevitable at this point of uh, the death of E3 and uh, definitely definitely a little somber uh, to lose it. But yeah, I'm uh, very excited to see where Jeff continues to take Summer Game f- Games Fest because He's just knocked it out of the park with the Game Awards, I feel like, the last few years. So very excited about that, at least.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I, I completely... I don't know why I forgot about that aspect, Christian, about publishers having to pay to be at E3. I, I, I completely forgot about that aspect of it. And so, yeah, of course, uh, it's going to they're not going to want to go back to E3, especially with Summer Games Fest doing so well. But what I wonder is, like, when if COVID, I guess I should say, if COVID ever ends, not when, oh. if COVID ever ends. <laughs> um, well, do you think Summer Games Fest will continue digitally, or do you think someday Jeff could, like, take up the mantle and be the new E3 or something like that? Like, that would be interesting to see as well, if there, if there's another, or a new in-person event uh, created by him. That will be interesting. If E3 does disappear, mm, I could or definitely, will it continue to be digital?
2: I could definitely see Jeff doing that, for sure, because um even like the game awards that was it was you know brought back in, in the form it was because people hated the vgx which was the last video game awards that were on spike and people hated it and actually i don't even think it was on spike it was only digital but spike was producing it and it was just awful and so that's when jeff was like no we're bringing this back to a live event and have these cool awards and stuff like that so yeah
1: you guys think Nintendo like unintentionally killed E three? I remember <laughs> right. They were the first ones to like back away. Like you know, we're gonna do our own thing. And they set the precedent for how like banger Nintendo directs gonna be.
2: Personally, I th- I don't think so because like yes, there were publishers. Yeah, <laughs> yes, there were publishers that were backing out. You know, after Nintendo did like EA had already backed out and kind of done their own thing. They still did something like you know their EA whatever they called it, EA Play during the week of E3, but it wasn't at E3. Um, But, like, I feel like just COVID accelerated the movement of people away from E3. Like, I think eventually we would have gotten there, maybe not as quickly as we did now, but, like, I, I think COVID definitely made it, you know, happen a little quicker. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Nintendo, thank you for that setup, Christian. (laughs) <laughs> the next uh, news story is Mario Kart 9 He's reportedly in development with, quote, a new twist. I'm reading from Jared Moore on IGN. According to an industry analyst, Mario Kart 9 is currently in active development we will have new and will have a new racing twist and could be teased this year. The speculation surrounding the game comes from Tokyo-based industry analyst Dr. Sirkin, Soto who, uh, when writing his predictions for the upcoming year for GameIndustry.biz, he said a new entry in the beloved racing series is on the way. Quote, I am aware Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still selling very well on the Nintendo Switch, but Mario Kart 9 is in active development. End quote, he said, "Uh, oh, sorry. He said he could. they could tease uh, the next entry of the franchise this year. So, holy heck. Do you think this is true? And if you do think it is true, what do you think the twist could possibly be?
1: I have two questions. Yes. One is I guess how reputable is um, Dr. Sirkin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one and then two just the way uh, the um I think the IGN article is worded is it's not leak, it's not any kind of I mean it's it's phrased as this speculation. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, I don't know how how much I can trust it. Um that said, like I don't know. Like it, it is Mario Kart in need of a shakeup? Probably not, but like would it be welcome? Of course it would, because Nintendo always like has like they implement ideas pretty well for the most part. So I don't know. Like I would love to see like new characters come in. Like that's that was a, like the Smash Bros of Mario Kart. Like that's always that's an easy one. That's interesting. But the, the pit stop and the, the F1 style st- uh, stuff, I would I would be very curious to see how, how that would go. Like that stuff seems very cool.
2: So what about mario kart ultimate guys everyone bring everyone in just like smash brothers ultimate Uh, but like uh, you asked what twist there could be row maybe maybe there's like more dynamic maps this time because i feel like every time there's like an iteration on the carts themselves so maybe the maps are just you know done in a more dynamic way like you do certain things to like unlock a different area which obviously they've had like shortcuts and stuff like that in the past but like i don't know you do something in the map and it, it triggers something else i don't i don't know what yeah. else yeah that would cool. like in split second yeah actually the racing yeah. game something like that yeah that was a good racing game actually
1: it was great it was yes. fun
2: yeah made by disney i think right that I don't remember. I th- I'll think, take your word for it. I think it was. I think it was made by Disney Interactive or something and then they shut them down not long after uh, that game kind of fell flat, I Publ- guess. Published?
1: Yep. Published by Disney Interactive. Yeah.
2: Rip. Rest in peace.
1: you ever played Split Second Row?
0: I have not. I, I you know what it is? One. I, I don't even know what
1: it is. Yeah, it's a—it's just like a cool, like an arcade racing game where I think you build points, and the more, like, when points happen, you can uh, have a button that triggers, uh, like world events in the race. So, like, yeah. literally skyscrapers start to fall, and it changes oh. the entire map. That's cool.
0: I'm looking at uh, some pictures now.
1: It does look fun. That could be very cool for Mario Kart stuff like that, or I guess like you know, take inspiration from Grand Theft Auto on the way they do transform races. You know, yeah. certainly you're not just bound to a cart or a motorcycle. You can start. I don't know, piloting boats
2: or going into space. I don't know. Oh, Gage literally just said what I was thinking. Bring back <laughs> Blur. Yeah, that was basically Mario Kart, except uh, an adult version of Mario Kart, essentially. Sexy. Yes.
0: Glenn is praying that Mario uh, Kart 9 is true, and I hope it is true as well. Maybe someday we will see it. But something that we will not see someday day is Days Gone too. Yep. Moving on to our next story. <laughs> Days Gone uh, has sold at least 9 million copies, according to its director. Yesterday, uh, well, let me read the title of the article first. Sorry. Days Gone sales numbers might be lower than 8 million after reveal source uh, was site that tracks trophies. Okay, this is not what the original title used to be, but what the, what the article essentially was before is that uh, Sony or the director of Days Gone was comparing their sales to Ghost of Tsushima, and apparently the sales were very close. And he was like, why did they get a sequel? Why are they going to get the go-ahead, and we got canceled? So I'm going to continue reading the article here. Uh, the original story, not the update. Yesterday, Game Informer reported that Sucker Punch's 2020 samurai game, Ghost of Tsushima, has sold more than 8 million copies. Quite the feat, especially one for especially for a new IP from the, the developer. According to the former Days Gone director, Jeff Ross, the Pacific Northwest. Zombie titles sold even more copies than Ghost of Shima did, but instead of the warm reception Ghost of Shima received for its sales, PlayStation viewed it as a quote, big disappointment. And this is what he wrote. At the time I left Sony in December 2020, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half uh, and sold over 8 million copies. Uh, It's gone to sell on more, but then a million and a million plus on Steam, uh, local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment at the time i left sony i'm I'm reading the same thing okay so yeah this uh that's obviously a sucky for him um and there's a lot that goes into that eight million even though it's essentially the same number ghost may have made more money based on when someone brought the game like if they bought it on sale or not and and all that jazz that goes into that eight million as well i guess um, what I don't like is him bringing Gosushima into his his crap, but I could understand his frustration uh, about the situation uh, and he was the guy who we talked about last year about like, hey, buy our games. if you want to support us, buy our oh, yeah. games at F full price And I was like, all right, buddy, <laughs> relax. But yeah, I, I do understand his frustration with how he how his game was viewed by the studio, but at the same time, it's not really our fault. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's hard because he's he's got a point right like there's something to be said about the way like that studio maybe was treated or, or like the way like optics and marketing surrounding that game um, but then at the same time like uh, after that article came out I went back and read the um the USA Today article because Mitch Dyer quote tweeted it so like, I was very curious to hear like these words come from the horse's mouth and it like reads very differently um like it's it's more of of, of him placing like the blame. And, and like hating how the game turned out um uh like based on like the de- like his own team uh shifting blame like how he, how he like it was the it was the team's fault that, that the that the, the features were quote unquote terrible and that he hated them
0: that's nice um, isn't
1: it so like that like that alone like made me change my perspective of what he was saying um, like at all and then like the fact that they had to update the story and be like well it's actually less than 8 million technically hmm. like he was reading from a different number and like it, it just starts to kind of break apart a little bit like on the foundation not to say that his stuff isn't like, you know, valid the way he feels but I mean we should take into consideration like yeah how Mitch what Mitch says is, you know, dragging the team into the news for two straight weeks and blaming people both above him and below him and then just rejecting responsibility altogether. Like it, it is yeah. shifting blame entirely so. Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard.
2: Yeah, uh and like it is complicated because like he was pointing to a trophy website, which uh, wasn't entirely accurate because it doesn't take into account used game sales, because if somebody trades it in and gets trophies, then obviously they didn't pay, you know, $60 for it or $70, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, I Obviously it sold well. Because there wouldn't be, you know, eight or nine pe- million people getting trophies for it if it didn't sell at least, you know, probably six or seven million. Maybe we're guessing, obviously, but like I, I think that would be pretty safe to say. So, like, it is a little challenging to see like a game like Ghost of Tsushima, which uh sold what like eight 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 million, nine million uh and this get this selling seven million ish somewhere around there and not being labeled as a success by sony because like i i have heard a lot of good things about days gone i feel like um a lot of people like it and it's not you know the best game in the world but like it sounded like it had a solid foundation for a sequel which it sounded like ben wanted to make but uh, at the end of the day, I think it's uh, up to Sony to decide what franchises they want to you know, continue and what they feel like is going to be the most successful for them. So at the end of the v- day, you just got to deal with what they're telling you and uh, build the games that uh, that you can.
0: So. I'm just going to read from Gage in the track, and he is not here to say it, so I'm going to say it for him. Uh, he says, hard to swallow Pell. Dale's Gone was a really good game. It had some it had some cringe writing but also some really strong performances compared to the other massive open world games it is a cut above the rest and i would say not the cringe writing part but i would say the similar things for ghost of shima i think it's it's an open world game very it's been done before but i think it went above oh, and beyond to separate itself from from other open world games but continuing i think it was easy to hate on because the lead is controversial is a controversial figure. But the game was impressive. So I can't just deny what he's saying, because I haven't played Days Gone. But I do think a lot more does go into whether a game is success besides numbers. Obviously, as we can see, Days Gone's not getting a sequel, but Ghost is, um, because it was received better. So I I think Sony looks at that, too. Obviously, they look at the numbers, obviously. But I think they also look at, like, oh, people like this game more as well. Yeah. All right, we did it, guys. We made it through the news. It's time to have some fun, but before we have that kind of fun, we're going to talk about uh, the games that we've been playing. Uh, so, I mean, what you got for me? Daniel, yes. what you got for me?
2: What yes. do I have for you? I have... Well, let's start with this first. Halo Wars. I played with Gage, and, uh, and we had a little bit of Halo Wars action, and that match it went for a long time. Actually, I played with Gage and uh i think sheldon was playing with us right yeah sheldon uh but anyways yes it was such a long match it was literally over like an hour long and uh but it gave me good memories of halo wars and uh guys if we want to just you know think about who the best halo wars player is on this podcast it's me because i was here's the teams it was me by default yes it was me it was me and an ai uh partner which was set to normal difficulty which in halo that's the second lowest difficulty against gage and sheldon absolutely i absolutely got no help from my teammate whatsoever (laughs) my teammate got killed probably 30 minutes into the game and i still won the match i freaking dominated the whole map it's just insane i don't even understand how they could be that bad guys but
1: i can hear gage typing fingers, <laughs> yeah i'm waiting he's for not not even here, so it doesn't matter it doesn't gage matter dan doesn't you're, you're the yet. king thank you
2: thank you i'll accept it uh but the other game i played guys i played this based on your guys's recommendation and damn you guys for doing that because my goodness this game was incredibly emotional and like oh it hits you so hard like i went in knowing it would be because of like your guys's reactions to it and what you guys said but oh, it was so it hit me so hard and that game is before your eyes it was such a magical game and like like you guys both i was literally forcing myself to try to stay keep my eyes open there was a, a couple of times that i blinked and i was like no i gotta go back i was listening to that like no don't cut me off uh <laughs> but no yeah it was such a such a great game uh great atmosphere great story great characters uh just told in a very unique and in real way so like it was so, so cool to to see something like that. It's probably the most innovative use of a game I've ever seen. I think that's incredible, like what what they did with that game. So yeah, I loved it. It was great recommendation, guys.
1: There's a specific moment that I won't spoil that legit. Like I'm like crying, and then I guess like I had two tears, I go across my face at the same time, and it registered as a blink. And I was like, no, I didn't blink. I, I needed to be in
0: this next moment to like. And then I was gone. Yeah, that Before Your Eyes is one of those games that I want to show my friends who don't play video games yet. I just want to, like, if there's nothing to do, like, come on, let's just sit down and enjoy this story and just make them all cry.
1: Are you trying to cry? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's cry together. Uh,
0: Christian, what you got for us?
1: Did I talk about Deep Rock Galactic last week? I don't remember if I did. I don't think so. I don't remember. I
2: don't think like so. Deep,
1: no. Deep Rock Galactic is one of the PS Plus games uh, this month. And again, Emma Walker's Jr., like a huge, apparently a huge fan of this game, has been talking about it for like weeks, it felt like, saying like everyone better play Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> <clears throat> and one of my friends was like yeah, let's let's get into it. It looks dope. So I was like, okay, sure. It's this co-op game that's kind of like Minecraft, but not really, where you play as these dwarves that are like tasked to go into like these huge mines and go do whatever your objective is, and then every now and then a swarm of bugs will come in and attack you. And every character has like their pro, their pros and their cons. So like you have to work together. Like some can have grapple hooks, some have platforms, some have like flares to light up the whole room, and you work together to like I don't know colonize, build pipelines and stuff. It's it's the premise is like shake, Don't get me wrong, but it's like I saw some of the most fun I've had just playing a game with buddies and like what feels like such a long time i don't understand it and yeah i'm I'm on the other side just 10 levels in just yelling rock and stone baby Uh, it's (laughs) it's so much fun uh and the other game i've been playing um is uh inscription uh, on pc Uh, have you guys all played have
0: any you guys played inscription no i've heard of it i've heard great things but i have not played it
1: picked it up I, i think i mentioned i picked it up on sale on the epic game store sale a while ago and i finally started it up a few days ago, and like it, it sunk me in. The, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the way that narrative is unpacking and just like how weird it gets, and also, was, but it's terrifying. Rope, pip- you probably shouldn't play it if I'm being okay. honest. Like, <laughs> I have, I'm having to play with my headphones like like this sometimes, oh, but God. the card game itself is awesome. Mario Rivera tweeted about how he wishes it was multiplayer. I couldn't agree more. Like, I want, I want, I want like a real life version of Inscription. It's awesome. Uh, and if you haven't played it, please do because it's legit like top 10 games of 2021 worthy.
2: Yeah. I heard a lot of people uh, had that at the top of their game of the year list for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, I, I hear what you're saying, Christian about it being a horror game and I will stay away from it, but I I love when games are, they seem like something on the surface and then the deeper you get, they just like completely subverts your expectations. And it seems like this is one of those games. It's like, Oh, it's just a card game. It's a scary card game. But then as the deeper you go, it just changes into something different, which is super cool. cool. Um, Roshan, what you got for us? Well, I'm glad you asked, Roshan. <laughs> I decided to finally cave and get Ooh. the OLED model of the Switch. Oh, nice. Because I just played digital. I just play handheld anyway. So I was like, may as well. My sister's been hogging the Switch anyway. So I was like, you can have this one. I'll go and I get my own. Heck and yeah. I did. And I'm loving it. It's lovely. The colors are so nice. And I am going back to Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is a game that I love, but I never finished. So I am making it my first game to complete on the OLED and having a blast with it so far. I I picked up the same house that I started with the first time, which is Dimitri's house, the house of lions, I think. But yeah, I'm a big Fire Emblem fan, but I never finished Three Houses, so I'm trying trying to do that now. So, yeah, very excited and enjoying the OLED Switch model very much. Yikes.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations,
2: man. Bet you it's so pretty. It is. It is really. It's a pretty. It's cute. It's very cute. Bro, <laughs> did you ever own a, uh, a Vita?
0: I did. Of course.
2: Okay. So how would you compare that screen to the Vita?
0: Uh, this screen, well, it's, it's bigger, so it's already already better <laughs> in that regard. But, uh I'll say, like, I, I think the Switch OLED screen is better. Like, it, it displays better colors and all that stuff. Nice. Quite good, quite good. But, yeah, the Vita, Vita rocks, though. That's... I'm not throwing shade at the Vita at all. I'm just saying that the, <laughs> the Nintendo Switch screen is better, that's all. Nice. Um, Vita means life. But you know what that means, guys? We're here. We've made it to the Fantasy Critic uh, PXN League and... I'm I'm take over. to make, Yes, please, please do.
1: Okay, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Podcast PXN Fantasy Critic Games League for 2021. Of course, we're doing uh, a fantasy draft uh, today. Should be four of us, but I've, I've compiled Gage's list separately uh, in the chat since he's not here today. We've highlighted it so that when it's time to un- un- unveil his games, we can do that one at a time so we're not uh seeing his whole list um at the full time before we actually start the draft i'm going to run you through the rules just for my own sake to remember for both your guys' sakes and for the audience's sake uh our total uh, number of games that we're drafting this year is 15 games that is one five 15 games we're only doing five each today that's that's our draft that means ten of our, ten games we'll have to do throughout the rest of the year. If you guys want, maybe halfway through the year, like in summer, we can go back and and fill in like the other half or something, or uh, however you guys want to do it. We can check uh, check our games again. Uh, otherwise, for today, uh, ooh, sorry, almost meant, forgot to mention. Out of those fifteen, you will have to do a counter pick. What is a counter pick? Uh, I should describe. I should also uh tell you guys the rules. I almost forgot to do that. Ro <laughs> mentioned it in the beginning, so I like took it out of my mind. Uh, The way these games are scored, every it's based off Open Critic games, not Metacritic. Should I should rephrase? Yeah, just as a tidbit there. Um, It looks at the average score that a game um, has. So I'll have Gran Turismo Sport uh, open for an example because I was looking at stuff earlier. Um, Every number above seventy is one point. So Gran Turismo Sport had a seventy-six average on Open Critic. That would give me seventy. Uh, sorry, that would give me six points. Uh, any any number below seventy is is minus points. So if a game scores sixty five, you're going to lose five points. Um, also important to note that any number above ninety, uh, every one point is worth double. So uh, yeah, like a ninety two, that would give you twenty four points. So a counter pick then is you uh, going into to, um, somebody for someone else's game and betting that that game is going to do poorly. Oh. And it, if it does do poorly, you then pick up those points.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like it, I like it.
1: We are allotted $100 of of playing uh, of bidding money for our games. The minimum amount to, to um, draft the game is $1. Let's say uh, Ro and I both want The Last of Us Remake. He bids one dollar on it, but I bid two. Oh. Well, I win it because I bid more.
0: It's yours now.
1: Interesting. It's mine now. Uh we're allowing for three droppable games that will not release. So if a game gets pushed into 2023, uh, we can drop up to three of those. And I'm allowing one drop. So that that will release this year. You're allowed one drop for games that do come out this year. Um what else is here? No trading. Here are some banned games, so games that are not eligible for our draft. Uh, those games are uh, uh, early access games. Those don't count. They have to be released. Uh, director's Cut games like Death Stranding Director's Cut, that wouldn't count since it's, it's not entirely a new game. Um, a partial remake, like uh, here are some examples of the Grand, the- Grand Theft Auto uh, recent new trilogy or the *Demon Souls uh, remake. Legend of, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD is a good example as well uh any ports like uh, grand god of war which is ported to pc that that does not count uh games that are released internationally they need to be uh, released uh, everywhere uh remasters don't count either remakes do mm-hmm. a big distinction to to keep in mind yeah. so like the uncharted the, the new uncharted collection uh, that that wouldn't count but uh, like a like a brand new remake like let's say the dead space remake comes out this year that would count uh and lastly Yearly installments, although the Call of Duties do count, stuff like uh, the, like mostly the sports games, uh, the, your Maddens, your FIFAs, uh, those don't, since those are like minor inc- uh, changes.
2: So, okay, like Destiny, what about that?
1: Oh, like Witch Queen, yes, that is brand new content okay. and that does count. Okay, uh, Cuphead, uh, the delicious last course, that counts as well. Oh, okay so let's introduce our our publishers my publisher is dark brew games pdx the name, that's the name of my team ro
0: yes i am thank you games a little call back to my old podcast by one thank you games
2: dan <laughs> <laughs> it is halo is better than split gate christian <laughs>
1: That's an opinion and Gilbo <laughs> by- <laughs> engages is men and uh, men in gitch, which I desperately wanted a backstory for, but he's not here today. So
2: it's his, it's it's his other guess, podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's his
0: podcast. Oh, but really? I, I yeah. still want to know if, is like, what is the backstory? There still needs to be a backstory to the name. Right. It is. The name his podcast, but right. why? I need to know this. I to know. Know
1: this. Yes. <laughs> okay. I should be able to, to put engages stuff for him when it comes to his turn. But let's find out. I think if I hit start drafting, we should get our, our order chosen for us. And it is snake order, so um, let's say Roe is last uh, on, on our first round. He'll then be the first person to start in the second round. Okay. Do I have to refresh my page?
2: Uh-oh. Fill some air. We're, we're just, you know, we're getting ready. Getting ready I'm to ready do this draft. I'm and, so excited. You
0: know, it says I the draft is page. currently in yes. progress.
1: Perfect. In progress. And it is my turn to
0: draft. Oh, so it's rigged. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I
1: didn't do it this way. It's maybe rigged. it did it maybe it did it in the in uh like first come, first serve, like as soon as you signed up. Like so row you'd be second. Time. We'll we'll find out. Of course, that's what they so all I say. <laughs> If you all have the page open, if you want to draft, you'll go over to Player Actions and then Draft Game. I should get out my watch list as well. That way, I can see what games I want to do first. Ooh, ooh! I'm going first.
0: I'm so excited to see what you're
1: this. Speaking of From Software, everyone.
0: Oh, oh, who would have thought? There's a
1: small game coming out this year. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Elden Ring. The hype factor: ninety-seven point six, according to. Fantasy Critic. And I am going to draft it. That is my first pick, Elden Ring.
2: Elden Ring. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess I better cross that off my list.
0: Alright, so it's saying it is my turn next, so I guess it is in order of who joins so far at least. Um so I, I do see I'm sorry, I wish I wish I was better at this. <laughs> So I have my watch list open, Christian. Mm-hmm. Where do I go to add it to my thing? So you
1: get out of your watch list, and on the left, right above watch list, so or I guess yeah, right above it should be player actions, and you'll see draft, draft game. game.
0: Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, thank you. All right, so my first one, I we we talked a little bit about it already um but of course and maybe this isn't a surprise i'm going with destiny 2 witch queen
2: wow that's my
0: first pick <laughs> is oh that one on your list too it Any was
2: picks? but i didn't expect you to pick it first
0: oh well i mean i loved it got it. i got it. Okay. i gotta represent i get you i gotta destiny. and it's gonna be awesome the, the expansions, the big expansions always do well yeah. uh, especially right away so taken king oh, forsaken mm-hmm.
2: yeah they all love Oh, okay. That's my first one. So I guess draft game. Okay. Yeah. What, what's your first pick, Mister Halo? <laughs> um. Hmm. This is a tough call. I have two two games that are neck and neck at the top here that I cannot believe are still here after two picks. So hmm. I'm gonna go with. Oh God. Gosh, this is so hard, but I'm gonna go with this. That's let's, let's oh you can probably see it on the live nope you can't. It's cut off, but you'll find out here momentarily I'll find out in a which is the legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2.
1: There's no way that game's coming out this year.
2: I think it is. <laughs> no on. way. This fall, Christian. This fall, right there. Breath of the Wild 2. I Here's the thing.
1: Right. Here's the thing. If if you're right. That is like you guaranteed. Win. Yeah. yeah, that is, you're gonna be winning, dude.
2: I hope so. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's been five years now since the first one. It has to come out, right? Right. Doesn't even have a date. That's true. I think it's coming. It's coming.
1: Listen, to that even even if I lose, <laughs> I still win because we get it this year. Yeah. True. <laughs> okay. It's Gage's turn, and I can draft for him. His first pick, of course, Enough. I knew what it was going to be. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Redfall. Subsequently, that is also my counter pick.
2: Ooh, cool. interesting. You don't, it's not going
1: to do well. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it.
2: So wait, that's your counter pick for sure already, or you're just like like I'm, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna stew on this. But okay. this is my possible. This is my possible counter pick. All right. All right. I'm I'm not sold on it yet, but I, I want to wait to see if we get a little bit more information on sometime this year before I hand that in. Sure. Okay. Did it get drafted to him?
2: Yep, it did. Redfall. I It's not see. showing up on mine. It's under NGF, New Game Franchise.
0: Oh yeah, I see it there too now.
2: Oh yes, it is.
1: Perfect, thank you. Yes. And it's Snake order, so that means uh, he's getting his his second pick. Oh, second. Oh. Nice, double whammy. <laughs> yeah, replaced, which I think is a, a an Xbox oh, indie. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? It
2: is. Oh <laughs> man, this <laughs> is gonna be perfect for me. I love the <laughs> Snake draft. Why? 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 Why is that? <laughs> because I love my next game that I'm gonna get. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's like cyberpunk uh, 2D. Yeah, okay. I remember this game. There you go. Gage, you're cemented in with Redfall and uh, and replaced. You should be. Hopefully it went through. Maybe it
0: didn't.
2: Oh, there it,
1: there it goes. There, you go. there it goes. Okay. Take a second.
2: Okay. So, guys... <laughs> We made it to my second one, which there's no way I thought I was going to get both of these, but it's obviously going to be, I think you guys know, just go ahead and say it. Horizon
1: Forbidden West.
2: Yep. Oh, okay. I was going to guess God of War. (laughs) Oh, I don't, I don't know if God of War is coming this year. I don't know. We don't know if Legend of Zelda is coming out this year. True, true.
0: But that is a good pick. Horizon was obviously on my list as well. Yes. Same, same. Okay. Alright, so it is now my turn. So...
2: Well, while uh, Rose picking, Gage says pretty simple lore for my men and Gitch name. Gitch is Canadian country talk for underwear. Gaming stuff, grown men sitting around in underwear. Seemed clever and catchy. I like it.
0: I am going to go with... You know, indies usually do really well. Yeah. Especially if they're well, not especially, but they usually do really well. <laughs> and I'm going with one that I know a lot of people are excited for. Um, that is. Don't say it. <laughs> I might not, I might not, I don't think I am thinking
2: the one that you're thinking.
0: But I know it what is, Christian's
2: thinking. but I don't know <laughs> what you're thinking.
0: I am thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shredders. Robert. Oh. That's good. Which is supposed to be coming out this year, and people are hyped as they should be, and it looks great, and I think it's going to do just as good.
1: That is a very solid pick, and now I didn't even think about that game at all. Amazing. Really good. Okay, here's the thing. Dan's got some meaty games on his list, so I'm playing. Nice. I'm playing his <laughs> game, so I I got to come back with with some. Yeah.
2: You get two With picks, them, right? It. You're going to have two. I
1: do. I do. Yeah. And I'm looking at my watch list, and I have. A, I mean, like, dude, I don't want to say, like, someone say God of War. Like, do I take the risk? Do you think God of War comes out? I don't know if that does, you know? Yeah. I could easily slip into, into next year. I don't, I don't, I, games like Gran Turismo, those don't normally rank super, super high. Like, I'm not anticipating that to get, like, amazing reviews. Like, Plus, a lot of people a lot of people will be reviewing it. Uh, racing games are kind of niche, not for everyone. This could be a little bit lower. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2. That's the rumor for this year. That could be huge. The road convince me.
2: Wait, so <laughs> clarify this for me, Christian. Can we uh, choose games that aren't announced yet?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, I think so. Oh,
1: yeah. it, it's listed as it's listed as unannounced Call of Duty game 2022 because yeah. that game is a yearly installment, but not yearly installment defined by. Yeah.
0: Even the Mario Kart game that we talked about today is on here now. Are like you serious? it says Mario Kart unannounced next
2: mainline console game. Wow, which is interesting. Huh. That might change some things for me. <laughs> this could
1: be a big risk. But based off impressions and and what I've been hearing, my next pick, Book It, Sifu. That's on my list as well. You know what other games do well? Your dungeon crawlers, your Zelda-likes. I got a Zelda-like on my own on here.
0: Oh, I know what you're going. I think I do.
2: Tuning? (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) It's
0: Tunic.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's drafted. Sifu and Tunic. Let's go. Nice.
0: Indie Um, duo. All right. Indie's got my back, man. Back to me.
2: You you guys are doing so great with indies, and uh, Sifu was the (laughs) only indie that I had on my list. Oh, man. Wow.
0: I want to put a heavy hitter on here now. Because I've got I mean Destiny technically is a big one, but it, it is also technically indie, <laughs> technically. Technically, yeah. But yeah. Um so I'm gonna go with the franchise that I just got into this year. Um and people have been waiting for this game with Bated Breath. And I'm talking about Bayonetta. Yeah. Oh, Bayonetta 3, baby. Coming out this year and going to be awesome there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be awesome i'm going to add that to my list
2: that was on my list as well man good pick (laughs) is it coming this year though
0: it has to if it doesn't (laughs) bad things will happen
2: (laughs) well guys i know what my next one is already it was that quick of a decision for me so we're just going to go ahead and find it here it is todd howard's starfield Hopefully, it hits its eleven eleven twenty two release date. Even though I put in our predictions that it was going to get delayed, uh,
1: I hope it, two your two games on your draft get delayed, man.
2: Thanks. Just for the. <laughs> thanks, Christian. I appreciate that.
1: Trying to win. I'm
2: trying to win here. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Oh, you got your uh your new game franchise settled in as well for Starfield. So nice. Yes. Very cool. God, dude, if all of Dan's games come out this year that oh my god what a what a drab for
2: dan <laughs> and do i take more risk with uh with another game we've been talking about and like it would be even more insane
1: oh gage has an interesting pick here i don't know i don't i'm not familiar with this one i don't oh, think i am i think it's an is that an indie his next pick is sons of the forest uh, it's got a release date of May 20th.
0: I think that's a sequel to that Forest survival game? The Forest, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sons of the... I think that's a okay.
1: sequel. Yeah. Got that one drafted. I'll do the next one for him as well. Ah, oh, this is on my list also. Great pick, I think. Mm.
2: Yeah, yep. Was on my list too.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is drafting... How do I draft for him? Mean, here we go. Somerville, another mm-hmm. another uh, indie. I'm really showing off at the uh, the Xbox events. I don't know if it's an Xbox exclusive. Might be a console exclusive.
2: Yeah, I think it is. Maybe timed exclusive. Maybe. I like yeah.
1: that. All right, that is four games for Gauge. Oh
2: man, what am I gonna do, guys? What am I gonna do? Do um, we have
0: to? Sorry, do we have to pick a new game franchise now? Like this uh, by the end of the line, year. By the end of the
1: year, okay. And uh, I think I was mistaken when I spoke earlier. It is it's two counter picks, so you need to have two counter picks in by the end of the year. Gotcha. Okay. Or before, you know, games release and stuff.
2: Eighteen.
1: 20,
2: okay. <laughs> Am I just crazy enough to do this? man wait i'm sorry did roga oh it's dan's turn
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> did not go yes mike this crazy to do this guys that's the question let's you know what <laughs> what go is f- it what is it we're gonna go go for it all here if the East games all come out you guys are screwed god of war wait that's oh, the wrong my game god. that's the wrong game hang on <laughs> i just pulled up 2018 god of war uh, Ragnarok. There we go. Dude, God of War. You
1: are fucking insane. I'm putting all
2: my eggs dude, in the basket. Dude. <laughs> oh man, that is the
1: this is the hail mary
2: of hail mary draft. <laughs> And It may pay off if it yeah off. if they all hit. Like, <laughs> mm, that's that's okay. tough. All
0: right, so my next bit is one that really doesn't. Isn't really in my interest, but I know a lot of people like the first one. So I am going with this Nintendo game
2: by Yves Simon. Oh. Uh, like a Nintendo actually... game? Mario Plus Rabbids.
0: Yes. Oh. Dark of Hope. The first one did really well, I think, critically. I think it's at an eighty five on Metacritic. I know we're doing open critic, but still. Um, I think it did really well, and I think uh, the sequel can maybe do just as good, or if not better. So I will draft that bad boy. Oh, wait, I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, yes, I did. There we go. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: So I get two picks now again. I hate I hate doing that double pick. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I think, okay, I think for sure, much like Ro, I will also be adding a... Substantial DLC coming to a game, an expansion, if you will. You guys guess what that is?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it Cuphead?
1: You're dang right, it is Cuphead, yeah. the delicious last course, <laughs> drafting. Nice. Wait, do I go twice? Yeah, I do. Yeah, of course. If yeah.
2: that comes out this year, that'll be a really good one. What do you mean, if? I mean, mean it, we, we've been waiting for forever on that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can' I don't I don't know it's scheduled for a June 30th release I can't see it getting pushed out, out of this year anymore it's fair here's where things get in I mean I have the rest of the year to do like oh there's a big one that if it does hit this year it would be freaking insane but I don't I don't want to take the chance on it yet I want more info on it just in case here's what I'm gonna do here's what I'm doing I'm looking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm looking up I'm looking up o- an open critic. Oh. The Call of Duty uh Modern Warfare remake. Hmm. Mm, an 81, 81 I need I need me something higher than that.
2: Oh. Yeah. And it's it's Call of Duty. I mean, yeah.
0: it always hit or miss. But it always sells well, but it's always it, hit or miss with the reviews. It sells well, but
2: it is hit or
1: miss, you're right. That'd be a, that'd be a gamble, wouldn't it? Yeah.
2: <clears throat>
0: yeah.
2: Hmm. No, I and mean it, they're all hits. Christian, go ahead and draft it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, oh, I kind of like, well, no. really Helping you strategize. Here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In that case, if Dan's doing Hail oh,
0: <laughs>
1: tell me to do it. So I need someone to tell me to do it.
0: <laughs> do it, Christian. Do it.
2: Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> like the Emperor from Star Wars. Sorry. Do it.
1: I want you guys to see it pop up on my screen. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> okay. I'll say it after the fact.
2: All right. The viewers will be able to see it, too, because I got it pulled up right here on the stream for everyone.
1: Let, let this bad boy sink in. Okay. Please, oh,
2: please. Okay. <laughs> oh! Oh! Hollow song, oh. baby. Nice.
0: Dude. I hope. I hope for you and everybody out there who has been waiting for this game that this comes out this
2: year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. The first wow. one did pretty well, right? Like, Yeah. I
0: oh, yeah. love that game. Okay. So for my... I guess this is my fifth pick, right? This is my final one yeah. for today. Fifth and final. For today. All right. Okay, do I play it safe? Or do something crazy? I don't know.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Go crazy!
1: Uh, <laughs> I just went crazy. Look yeah. at Dan's whole his whole list is crazy. My whole list. Oh,
2: They're all getting delayed. Sorry, everyone. I, okay, I have two
0: crazy ones. I don't think I think the first my first crazy one. I think I want to do a counter pick if anybody picks it. Honestly, the way that I'm thinking about this game. Um, but the game that I'm gonna go with that I'm actually gonna draft. Oh, this could this could also. Oh man, this could blow up in my face. <laughs> oh, I've gotten some ideas for some. Ooh, ooh. But if it's good, man, good. I'm, I'm going with Sonic Frontiers. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. If, if this game sucks, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck a lot if it sucks. But if it's good, it's gonna be good. I'm not gonna. That lie.
1: might just be one of my counterpicks, man.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I just wrote that down
0: too for a counterpick. <laughs> you know, the, the, I don't want to say it now if anybody picks it, but I have a counterpick that's similar to this game, if somebody picks it. But I don't know if anybody's going to actually pick it.
2: Similar to that, okay. Yeah, and it comes out this month. Oh, really? <laughs> hmm, that's I
1: interesting. Wonder, I wonder.
2: if... Let me do some research. I'm looking up <laughs>
1: unannounced <laughs> games. To see if uh, unannounced naughty dog game is on, I don't see it here.
2: Mm. Guys, <laughs> I'm thinking about going all out again. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be an absolutely historic list, or it's going to be the worst in history because of all the delays. <laughs> but I am remember re-
1: you can drop three.
2: I know. I know Sonic
0: Frontiers might be one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I was pretty confident
0: with my list until I added that.
2: <laughs> and it is on here. I did find it. It is not official yet, sort of. Forza Motorsport on Xbox oh, Series X. Boom. I hope it comes out this fall. If it doesn't, I'm screwed. <laughs> Wait, did it let me pick it? All right, hang on. I'm going to be an it-
1: ass to do Gran Turismo my Next, just to, just to have that real rivalry going.
2: Oh, there it goes. Okay. It picked it. Yeah. Gran Turismo. That's true.
1: Dan's list all exclusives. Like he's setting himself up for success. Exclusives or, usually do pretty well, or failure. <laughs> or failure. Okay. It's Gage's last pick. Uh Oh. Is that a, is not on? I'm, I'm gonna research this to see if it's it's actually on here. Oh. So I don't I don't know if it is.
0: <laughs> I think I did see it earlier today.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. It is available. Gauge is is doing his hail Mary as well. His final pick for today is The Last of Us factions. Wow.
2: Legendary.
0: <gasps> oh man. I, I just saw a game that I should have added
2: earlier.
1: Oh, it says it's time to pick uh counter picks now, but oh. do I ha- do I have do we have to do those now? I think we do.
2: Oh. oh. Okay.
0: We have to that pick one of those of... that you've already picked.
1: And because of the oh, be- no. because of the snake order, Gage ha- has to do his counterpick first.
0: Oh
2: so gauge
1: what If he's in chat, if he's still here, let's. uh, I need him. I need him to chime in. If Gage is here,
2: what would he say? I want. I hope this doesn't charge me for calling a Canadian number. I don't (laughs) know if my.
1: I'm looking at the list, man. I don't know. How does how does Gage talk? Like back here somewhere.
2: Hello. I am. I am here. Okay. We all pick such good games. What, what do my you pick frontiers. for your counter pick?
1: I'm praying that we don't have to do two counter picks hey. right now. <laughs>
0: Do, do okay, those okay. have to stay the same, or
2: do it's we have to can now. we change I the topics?
0: To uh,
1: we'll uh, find okay. out together. Ro. Okay. He said,
2: "Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." All right. See ya, Gage. Whoa. Right. Wow. <laughs> Fine by me.
1: Gage's <laughs> counter pick, I know. Yeah, for real. I'm pretty sure that game to... Okay, Dan. It's your it's your turn.
2: Uh, again, I'm so sorry, Ro. Sonic no. Frontiers well, is, yeah. is okay, going nah, in there. That's understandable, though. <laughs> that's fair. Um, wait I don't even see it oh do I have to type it wait yeah
1: you, you go to the actions and then it's a drop down bar based on our games
2: but I don't see Sonic Frontiers that's weird so, really yeah I see Destiny 2 Elden Ring Redfall Replace Seafood TMNT wait what the heck it just loaded a bunch more that was weird okay sure there sure. it is
1: website i'm sure
2: yeah sonic frontiers select game as counterpick okay loading here there we go i've selected it as my counterpick i'm sorry bro this is evil (laughs) (laughs) okay let's
0: see um this is hard everybody picks such good games though (laughs) these are all i think they're all going to do really good um, man, I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Sons of the. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go with Sifu. I'm gonna go with Sifu. Oh
2: wow! What? I'm gonna go why? With why?
0: I, I need you to explain why. I I think all those games look so good. Everything looks good. Sifu is the only one. That It looks good. All of them look good. But I feel like Sifu... I, I can't even explain it myself. I, I just think that it has a chance of not hitting the highs that we expect it to because it's a new game. It's indie, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it looks so good. It looks so good. But I, I can't see any of these other games being bad if they come out. Mm. You know, like That's Replace, fair. Sons of Forest. I, I know Forest is a really good one. I was going to go with that one, but if it does come out, I feel like... Yeah, all these games look too good. I can't, I can't. The is the only one that I, I questioned. Yeah. But
1: even still, lower I'm... than the 70.
0: Sorry? Yeah, I oh, I, know. I know.
1: I know, I <laughs> know. I
0: know. Well, I guess we'll find out which one you would have picked.
1: And so here's my predicament. Is that I immediately go over to Dan's list because <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and I'm like, which one of these isn't coming out this year? Probably God got a war Wait, legend of Zelda. do
2: you get do you get points if it doesn't come out this year yeah
1: I'm assuming yes, I don't know I would have but here's
0: did yeah
1: but <laughs> yeah. here's the thing I don't know okay. if I'm allowed to change a counter pick, and let's say you know breath of the wild two does come out this year, yeah. then I'm screwed, yeah because that game's going to be a banger <laughs> and so i move i immediately then move down over to um to, Ro- uh, to rose. Uh, to Gage's list, and it's like, and I really want to do Redfall because I don't know, like I just have a I have a feeling when you feel it in your gut, you know. But even still, like yeah. the like the worst arcane game, still does pretty well. It's over a seventy. Yeah. I oh my god! I should have mm. picked Redfall. <laughs> Why? Why one? <Why? laughs> you went sifu uh, you chose you chose uh no,
0: i chose wrong is what dangerous. i did
1: violence yeah <laughs> i mean no matter what I, what i what i picked as my counter i don't think i would i don't know based off that one cg trailer i you know i'm going redfall
2: i don't care <laughs> Draft is complete. It's, it's, From here, you, here okay. you can make games that are not drafted.
1: Oh, oh, perfect. The bids see I kick in now, so you have a hundred dollars to play with. Let me, let me uh, go over Gage's list first, so we can recap for the audience. Okay. Um, Gage, in his draft, chose Redfall, replaced Sons of the Forest, Somerville, and The Last of Us factions as his games with his counter pick being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Uh Dan.
2: Yes. My picks were The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Forza Motorsport on Xbox Series X, Starfield and my counter pick Sonic Frontiers. I'm sorry, bro.
0: It's okay. <laughs> Alright, so for thank you games, I chose Destiny to The Witch Queen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Bayonetta 3, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Sonic Frontiers, and for my counter, pic, count, counter pick, regrettably, I have chosen Sifu.
1: Regrettably? <laughs> <laughs> you need what you sow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, and then true, lastly, <laughs> I drafted Sifu, Row, tunic, <laughs> Cubhead, the delicious last course, Inshallah, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, uh, and of course Elden Ring with my counterpick, Redfall.
2: Christian just has like the indie bangers there, like indie after indie.
1: I can't wait to draft the rest of my list because there's going to be a lot more indies on there. <laughs> Dan's got a great draft. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. If they even come out, the, even the year. counterpick is perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. It's what if a- I? What if I just get rid of Sonic Frontiers? Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can, I mean, I'm. Um, maybe it'll let uh, Dan know that you know his a game was dropped on your list. He has to do a new counter pick. I don't know. Uh, that is five games and one counter pick. We have the rest of the year to do ten more games, um, and one more counter pick. So, maybe we'll reconvene later on in the year, the crew chicken in on draft
2: yes this was very fun
0: yes it hey was thank you for suggesting a christian lots of fun
1: yeah sorry it wasn't new stuff but uh, pretty fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess that means it's time for me to close out the show yes all right well thank you everyone for joining us live on Twitch, and Twitter, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, uh, Gage, for being on the chat. Thank you, Christian. And thank you, Daniel. Until next time, later will be greater. Much love. Swipe right.